0: Hey there, Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional cross Podcast for the week of September 10th, 2018. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters Crossing Over number 6 from IDW. We have some wild, uh, very irresponsible speculation that we'll be talking about. We've also got all of the news that's fit to print, uh, and Chris and I are a little slap happy. Neither one of us have really slept much, so um, buckle up. Here we go. They just keep going and And going. going. They should incorporate
3: that into uh, like an ad or something. Yeah, something.
0: (laughs) This message brought to you by
3: Energizer. Energizer. Energizer.
0: Go to energizer.com and use the promo code CROSSRIP to get your free batteries today.
3: No. (laughs) Get 50% off if you can name that Australian guy. That was our spokesman for a while.
0: Uh, can you ma- can you imagine if
3: Energizer was one of our sponsors? That'd be amazing. That would be great. Somebody should be our sponsor because uh, you and I are going to talk briefly about a podcast I listen to. Uh, not to diminish them at all, but uh, I should I should listen to mother some, some others because maybe they do in studio ones. But yeah, boy, this a was rough, like uh, little little a, yeah. a, a little a little more rough. But this guy had like. Uh, Kristen Stewart and uh, 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 who else was it? Denzel? Uh, Jeez! All this right, this is this is the gentleman that interviewed Paul Feig, so he's got a thing. He's got
0: a uh, line going. See, that's that's coming up on the rundown, and I have I, I still have no idea what that is.
3: Well, uh, I'll trade to so. take I never I didn't listen to uh, Fat Man Beyond. So, <laughs> okay, all right, this is great. You and I can inform each other about other podcasts. <laughs> so other podcasts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's all we do on this podcast now did you did you hear that thing yeah it's like talk soup for other podcasts did you hear on yes have did some they went yes, to dragon some.
3: con did you uh, listen up on uh, 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 um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried's uh, with um, yeah. oh the gentleman Jonathan Lynn
0: Oh, no, I have, I have not gotten to that one, oh, no.
3: Jonathan Lynn. I vaguely knew the name. and I was trying to figure out why, and then I fired it up, and I, rem- I remembered. <laughs> he directed Clue,
2: which is I, one of my favorite I, yeah, movies. I saw he was in the feed, and he's
0: <laughs> he's right out of, uh, let's see, I just finished The Last Gilbert Gottfried, which was, uh, oh, my goodness, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, no, from Animal House. Why can't I not think of his name right
3: now? Oh, um. Blah, blah, blah. That's uh, yes, uh, him. Of yeah, course. From Unbreakable Kimmy
0: Schmidt. And, uh... Uh, yeah, the, uh, local <sighs> <the> hero. <sighs> Shoot. Yeah. Who's... Oh, God, now we gotta figure he out. He always plays the mensch, and that's all that he and Gilbert talked about was being a mensch. Being, uh, being a mensch. Yeah. All right, well, it'll come back to me,
3: but, uh... Well, I'll just look it up, because I don't do well when th- these things sort of float around, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Wow, Stitcher says that since I fired it up, I've listened to 323 hours of podcasts. Oh my god! I mean, and well, only a,
0: 300 of them are ours. So
3: that's a <laughs> no, that's what I've recorded. You'd be surprised how little I actually listened back to us. Um,
0: <laughs> I I understand. I which, I listen to us back just to QC our episodes, but uh, but when I do, I'm like, why did I say that? That was stupid. Why did I what do was that? that for? I
3: don't.
0: What? I thank everybody out there for listening to us because I don't like listening to us. So, (laughs) but there is that thing, you know, that actors don't like to watch themselves and uh, voiceover actors. uh, Some of them don't like to hear the sound of their own voice, and I guess that's just us. But Uh, Peter Riegert. Peter Riegert. Yes, exactly. God, why did I not? I was. Tim Matheson was stuck in my head, and I'm like, no, it's not Tim Matheson. It's the other guy. Why can't I think of his name? Was he? Was he Otter
3: uh, On, in Animal yes. house? Yeah, yes. Tim Matheson was Otter. Which was supposed... No, Tim Matheson was Otter. Okay, but Peter Rieger yeah, was supposed to be... because Peter was, was be Boone, because he was Boone. the one that was in That's love right. with Karen Allen,
0: and you hear yes. her lovingly saying, Boone. I love it. Uh, And but Boone anyway. is uh, uh, supposed to be Harold Ramis. Yeah, exactly. And they talk about that. Oh, my goodness. Bringing it do. back around. Good man. Well done. Uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm only half asleep <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fully asleep. I'm just gonna sleepwalk through this one. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They do talk about that. That Harold was upset, and and we've heard about that before. That he was supposed to be, uh, in Animal House, and they decided, no, you're too old, Harold. You can't play a college kid. Uh, and so it was. But uh, yeah, I don't even know. Really, was he though? I don't. I think what what it was was Jonathan Land Jonathan John Landis. Um. He said something to the effect of that he didn't want a whole bunch... He didn't want it to be like a comedy who's who of people. He yeah. didn't want it to be Caddyshack where everybody was a comedian. He wanted it to be... Well, I mean, this was pre-Caddyshack, obviously. But uh, he he wanted it to be unknowns as the college kids. And and yeah. so it wasn't Chevy Chase. It wasn't uh, Harold Ramis. It wasn't all these known entities.
3: But um, Did you uh, uh, see that gentleman, speaking of Chevy Chase, that uh, did that custom... It looked great. Uh, that was from Ron Dragon Con, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. The well, Ron Alexander IDW, uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, at a distance, you're like, oh, yeah, it's the IDW one. And then you get closer and realize that he's gone even beyond, like, uh, Dan's, uh, uh, you know, stylized caricature and taking it a bit more into the real world Chevy Chase, too. like it's. I mean, that's good. I mean... Speaking of uh,
0: Dragon Con likenesses, did you see the gentleman who dressed up as Tombstone Tackle? Uh,
3: <laughs> was that Ron
0: Daniels? That was Ron Daniels. Yeah. So good. Like, so good.
3: Like, there's a very short list of ghost heads that are that tall. That's true.
0: That's true. Like, they like have to, that try. that stature that they can play the Tombstone Tackle role and be like, oh, that's Tombstone Tackle. Otherwise, it looks like me and it's like, <laughs> are you Sean you Astin in that football movie from – no.
3: You and I should take a road trip because I, I would – I'd pay money. It's free. That's the best part. But I would pay money to go sit in and watch Ron Daniels argue something in court. I, like, that's yes, got to be a absolutely.
0: sight. He's, he's yeah. probably got that very southern gentlemanly dr- – Oh, yeah. Like, I, I hope that yeah. he holds on to his lapels as he's uh, talking to the jury.
3: Uh, oh man, I I want to go.
0: We, we have to like, find.
3: Pauses for a moment and dramatically rests his hands on the the bench, and it snaps in half like he's just <laughs> the the King Kong. <laughs> He really is. I love the, Ron of the American Justice System,
0: former former sponsor of this year podcast. God That's bless right. you, Ron Daniels. Uh, uh, <laughs> was it? Daniels Law Thursday at eight. Thursday at eight. After Matlock and Kojak. <laughs> uh, so, hey, uh, I, I, let, yeah. oh, I wanted to talk about other podcasts. Uh, oh, okay. Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk about other podcasts while we were on the subject here. Um, yeah. Because sure. so you said you listened to the you did not listen to the Fat Man on Batman podcast.
3: Yeah. Uh, although, ironically, this I I have never listened to Fat oh, Man on really? Batman. Oh, it's
0: fun. It's a ever.
3: Good one. I I've heard that, but the thing is, is like I turn those things on sometimes, and it just doesn't hit. And uh. then it take like years later, I'll try it again, and it will hit. Like it's very like last podcast podcast on the left. Like when it really started to catch fire a couple of years ago, I tried it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and then for some reason I'm trying again, and I'm like, yeah, this actually is. I'm enjoying this. It's pretty uh, good.
0: It's. I mean, they. You're right. They did take a little bit to find their stride because it's it's Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin who used to write for Entertainment Weekly and the LA Times and uh, writes for Marvel Comics and a whole bunch of places. But um, but they 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 did they they stuck strictly to Batman and the DC universe, and then they decided. Hey, you know what? Uh, let's do more stuff. Let's just, we'll go, we'll, yeah. we'll hold court at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood and we'll just talk about the latest pop culture news. We'll have people do a QA. Uh, it's and it's the, fun.
3: And this this was the irony of you talking uh, that there's something to talk about because this was the week where I went, oh, maybe it's time to listen to that again. And I hadn't quite fired it up. Uh, but I, the reason I said maybe I should fire it up again is because he posted, and a friend of mine follows it religiously on Facebook and reposted it, where he explained that uh, between his uh, medically mandated weight loss, he's no longer really Fat Man. Right, right. And and as people, as you pointed out, and as some people complain, they don't really always talk about Batman anymore. So the word went out, and their fans uh, recommended, uh, uh, "What was it, uh, Fat Man Beyond?" Fat, Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. So thematically, it kinda
0: it it which really is does. Nice. It works. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad Kevin Smith is being healthy now. Good for that guy. But super healthy. Well, I mean, I mean, this is this is kind of dangerous speculation here. But so maybe
3: we'll talk about this, and then we'll get into the news because
0: this is this is me <laughs> okay. carelessly <You>. throwing
3: <laughs> caution. To yeah. The- this one's this one's a good one. You laid out the basics, and I. I, I, I uh, okay. Pitch it. Okay. So here's Let's here's my elevator
0: pitch. So we all know Kevin Smith is working on this super secret thing. That's an intellectual property that he can't talk about. Right. And everybody is wildly speculated. Like, is it Marvel? Is it DC? Is it star Wars? And he's flat out said, no, it's not Marvel. It's not DC. It's not star Wars. Um, and then, you know, some of us, uh, among the ghostbuster circles, we're talking about, could it be Ghostbusters? And they were like, Nah, I don't think it's ghost. Like, why Kevin Smith? Why would he be doing a Ghostbusters thing? Uh, but if you listen to it's now two episodes ago of Fat Man on Batman, uh, right when he announces the change to become Fat Man, it's it's. Uh, I think the episode
3: is entitled "Updates on Secret Project." Yeah. Um, I, it's on my phone. I found it that way. I was like, that must be it. That's the I just haven't had a chance to listen. So, uh,
0: so as I'm listening to it, because I, I have not thought that it would be Ghostbusters, but as I'm listening to Kevin Smith giving updates about this thing, he's very casually, he's, he's being very careful. He doesn't want to give away any details. He doesn't want to talk about it. He does say something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, Um, it's, it's fun, but it's also a little daunting to play with somebody else's toys that somebody else has created this world and you're stepping into it and, and they're graciously like, this is something that they have created and they are the, the gatekeepers of the holders of, and they're letting you uh, play within that world. And he's like, and I've been taking this meeting and I wrote the script and I felt so great about it. And I went into the meeting and 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 they said we love it but could you make it more kevin smith like you know that that conversation in clerks where they talk about the death star crew could you put a little bit more of that in there and kevin smith's like yeah i can do that i'm kevin smith uh you want you really want me to be more Kevin yeah uh uh, but so so you know and again i'm thinking it's probably it's probably a dc thing or some sort of because he's saying it's a series it's a he's writing the pilot for a series uh but he's not saying what it's for and and how long the series will be and mm-hmm. so you know i'm i'm thinking it's like another legends of tomorrow or whatever um even though he said it's not a dc property but here's the kicker here's where i start hearing something like what like my eyebrow raises like the rock uh he says he's talking about driving from his house which i believe he's kind of uh like in Uh, the Canyon, like Laurel Canyon, uh, kind of in the Malibu Hills area, if I remember correctly, but he's talking about driving from there to this meeting for this secret property in Santa Monica. He keeps saying Santa Monica, um, which is suspect. This That might be the wrench that throws off my theory here because he would probably say Culver City or Beverly Hills if it's Ghostbusters. But but anyway, so he says, I'm driving to Santa Monica and I'm bitching about it, but I, I like going and talking in, in person and seeing people face-to-face and, and getting the notes from them so that I can express to them you know uh, uh, some sort of a solve and help work through the problem with them. I like doing it face-to-face, so I said, all right, fine, I'll drive into Santa Monica. Uh, And then I realized what a jerk I am because one of the people involved in the project is flying in from Ontario to take the meeting. And that's where my ears perked up. I was like, flying in from Ontario? Who? Oh. I mean, doesn't Ivan pretty much live in Ontario at this point? I mean, I know he has his awesome compound in Montecito that... Uh, we should all be so lucky. It's like uh, Elliot's uh, Colombian drug lord uh, uh, mansion that we've seen uh, in Bedazzled. I'm wondering if that's Ivan. Did Ivan fly from, from, because he would have been in Toronto, I guess. Did he fly from the eastern Canadian coast to come be at this meeting with Kevin Smith to talk about a Ghostbusters series?
3: Hmm. Well, for starters uh Ontario is not the East Coast of Canada. Oh, and okay, if you ask them, they will let you know. <laughs> Okay. It is the center of Canada, and all things revolve around it. I, I understand uh, this. I understand. Or more accurately, it's got a whole bunch of maritime provinces in Quebec and Quebec. Uh, like geographically
0: the east eastern from where it's, you and I currently live it's right It's like now.
3: saying Saskatchewan is the west coast. It does, come on. Well, all right. does, that mean, okay. does that mean anything to you, or did it just sound like uh, I, sounds? Well, I, all right. I know is, is it is
0: right next to <laughs> Buffalo, New York, and everybody calls Buffalo, New York the east coast, so I'm just well, throwing that out there.
3: Well, everybody's wrong. If everybody jumped off a bridge, would you? Uh it sounds like fun, yes. Let's go. <laughs> Second, it may okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be Ivan either, because guess who summers up in Ontario all the time? Uh Dan? Mr. Dan Aykroyd. So oh. Interesting. His, his ties to Ontario remain uh, very strong. And even though he travels, uh, it's come up in interviews and all that. Remember his winery and all that. Wow, oh, right? To. Right. It all grows out of the fact that he owns, uh, well, I don't know what all he owns, but he always talks about the uh, up there in cottage country, his. Uh, the properties he owns, and that's where he—that's where they summer. No matter what Dan Aykroyd turns into in the Hollywood elite uh, circles, uh, yeah, he just retreats to the. Well, and so here's this meeting taking place in the
0: summer, and somebody flew in from Ontario for it. Could be. Huh. That's just me backing your theory
3: up. I, I, I mean, it—it
0: it, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, let me pref. Let me let me now put a footnote on here that. stretches I don't think that it's Ghostbusters.
3: I have no reason to believe <laughs> that just, Kevin Smith would be working on Ghostbusters. It's fun to pretend it is.
0: Yeah, it's do just it's very to... inappropriate, wild speculation to be like, oh my God, is Kevin Smith working on a Ghostbusters pilot?
2: Because do you want me to keep going cool so it's not
3: all on you? All right, yeah. What do
0: you think? I can throw more
3: on there. All right. So, one to half years last year, I think, something like that. Uh, Amazon, um, no, not Amazon, Netflix. Right. Yeah, Uh, We had a kerfuffle up here with uh, uh, our broadband costs and stuff like that, and throttling, and uh, that put uh, Netflix and all that at risk, and there was a lot of backing and forth. And when everything kind of settled down, uh, part of it seemed to have been swayed by the fact that Netflix went, we will dump half a billion dollars into uh, Netflix productions in Canada. Ooh. Uh, which is a big number for the. So all of a sudden, all the, the cable and telecommunications companies that had really compelling arguments about why they should like throttle our throughput and charge us uh, really <laughs> incredibly bad prices for for things that are borderline. Uh, you know, it's like water in the rest of the world. Uh, the government kind of did an about face and uh, yeah, we're, uh we're sorry, Ooh. you're big. We're small. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, half a billion uh, into productions all over, Ooh. like because uh, that'd be Vancouver, Calgary, uh, uh, Toronto, you name it, right? Like, well, that,
0: I mean, all of the the Marvel television stuff now films somewhere. Oh no, it's I guess
3: it's all in New York. Yeah, never mind. It's all in JK. New York. Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking DC. Yeah, DC is all over Vancouver. Yeah, all over Vancouver. I drove past the um, the the flash uh, studios. I know where the flash studios are here ah. there's a series of, a series of old warehouses that have been converted into their standing uh, indoor sets and all that and they the uh, st- uh, what do you call them what do you call the hey there Industry boy, what do you call those uh arrow signs they put out everywhere? To Uh, the production signs, signs. the yellow
0: signs that have the code on them, which is you know exactly what like flapjack had FJ, and you're like, Yeah, that's definitely flapjack,
3: but well, for however many years now, several years now, uh, if you see CCF, it stands for Central City Flash. Ah, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so that's 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 another good one, right? Like, so making a pilot, uh. Maybe and a Netflix pilot. Maybe a Netflix pilot. I mean... Although this is the world where Sony theoretically has crackle, and I don't think thus far has produced anything for else for Netflix. Not really. I mean, but it... it I mean knowing that they're still like,
0: everybody is in this space where they now want to mirror the Netflix, HBO 10 episode run. Uh, yep. It's funny. We've now caught up to like British television where we're like, why do we have to do 22 episodes? Why do we have to do 48 episodes? Let's do <laughs> like 10 solid episodes per season. And yeah, um, exactly. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, Again, I didn't think. And in fact, with a couple of people that I was talking to, that when this Kevin Smith news first broke, that he was working on something secret that he was super giddy about and he can't wait to tell everybody. You know, I I was the first to be like, Nah, I don't think it's Ghostbusters, guys. Like Kevin has written for uh six million dollar man and bionic woman and like all of these things that we know you know he's he's super excited about and it may or may not come to fruition this could be another joss whedon like uh wonder woman scenario or something but i i don't think it's i don't think it's ghostbusters and then as i'm listening to this i'm like oh shit is this ghostbusters
3: (laughs) (laughs) well i will say time will tell yeah um in terms of, so let's say, you know, getting um, snappy dialogue, like, even though uh, a lot of the snappy dialogue is half written, half not in the original Ghostbusters, uh, yeah, I think Kevin Smith would have a real good knack of emulating that end result. Oh, yeah,
0: and and doing that kind of, you know, going back to uh, Clerks, Smaller uh, if if the If the complaint about the Ghostbusters answer the call was that it was a little too real Ghostbusters, too poppy, we want to take it back to these guys being janitors, essentially, that are, you know, in a firehouse and smoking cigarettes and, uh, you know, uh, paying for the Brooklyn with a visa. Uh, Kevin Smith can write that in his sleep. Like, that sort of, like, I'm not even supposed to be here today attitude uh, It makes sense. Uh,
3: and He could write a good New York uh, crew. Yeah. So, so, uh, wow. Anyway.
0: Well, so here's us now having talked about <laughs>
3: 20 minutes of probably what of, I just totally stuff and nonsense. Stuff and nonsense that will probably uh, amount to do nothing, but anyway. Yeah. Well, it turns out not to be that if you're the first to call in and tell us, uh, well, I don't know. We'll name a drink after you. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: We'll give you the, yeah, we, we said, all right, whatever. It's fine. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so here's the deal. We have a ton of news items, a lot of news items that don't have more than a bullet point because I'm slap happy and delirious and haven't slept in five weeks. But, uh, let's do some news. And I, I do want to talk about Ghostbusters crossing over number six in this episode. If, if you're cool with that, are you cool with that? Shh. I, I yeah, alright. Alright, sure. cool. Alright, so let's <laughs> get into the news. Here we go. Hey, guys.
3: Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty
2: cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head.
1: Multiplanar curling emanations. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker.
0: Alright, news items. Uh
3: Hey, there's guys. A, hey guys. Oh, uh, well, oh, boy. It is not the topic at all. I, it's been a... People don't know it, but we're kind of off our, our schedule here, so...
0: Yeah, we're off our schedule.
3: It's the end uh, of a long week. You more so than me, and I'm...
0: Uh, I feel like it's been like you were at PAX. I, I, yes. My only excuse is that I've got way too many uh, irons in the fire, coals in the fire. I'm mixing my metaphors. Coals in the fire. Irons in the fire.
3: Coals make PAX, fire. <laughs> coals make fire. PAX was very cool, though, uh, but it was extremely busy. And then I came back in the middle of it and hit the ground running again, having trouble travel with family, and then just uh, mm. the week hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, so wait, I mean, well, this might be a fun, a, a very good radio episode for everybody out there.
3: Then. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but all right, let's start with. Uh, Let's let's do some rapid fire stuff here at the top. So, um, Ernie Hudson sporting a very cool for the win, uh, stay puffed uh, s'more t-shirt that we mentioned a few weeks yes. ago. Yes, very cool to see Ernie uh,
3: helping out the cause for for the win. Um, this was posted by the Ghostbusters uh, Facebook channel. Put that a put a pin in that because this will tie in with a couple of other items uh, yeah. leading to oh a, goodness. A, a fourth meta point.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's. Do you want to talk about that now? Let's just let's sure. let's knock
3: that out because the Ghostbusters
0: okay, so social media has been like on fire. Like some somebody it, is now manning on. the gates there. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not, I mean, uh, with with all due respect to uh, Mr. Eric, who I know is uh, again speaking of somebody who has irons in the fire. That guy's like juggling like a crazy person and mm-hmm. and uh, dealing with the social media. I'm sure, but yep. Uh, I have a feeling that some sort of an initiative has picked up as because, as, yes. because yes, holy, holy moly. Yep.
3: Over the last year or so, there was a holding pattern of holiday posts with little holiday imagery and stuff like that, and then the occasional cross post or something like that. That and then yes, Ernie started. So like the for the win, and Ernie was there wearing a very cool. Uh, what does it say? Uh, Deuce more Deuce, for others. Yeah, Deuce more for
0: others with uh, stay puffed, uh, obviously in in there, and that uh, all of those. I think the shirts are still for sale, right? Yeah. For
3: for the win, um, and in about that exact same time, they updated their uh, Facebook banner with the shot of the guys leaning on the Ecto. Only it's been like uh, I don't know what you'd call it, eighties fied, MTV'd. It's very cool. It's like it's uh, very cool, uh, monochrome, but know but yeah, I don't how to describe they, it. they've been made gray, but the background has been rendered black and white, or with well, red black and white, but yeah. black and red with yeah. some white pattern overlays and all that is very very cool and then uh yeah and then this third thing almost immediately on the heels of that which stepped it up yet another level that's my opening to let you say
0: oh oh sorry that is we're off our game like i said uh <laughs> you're talking about the new york fashion week thing right yes which exactly. is exactly <laughs> it's very clever actually And and, I mean, I know that this is just this is them trying to keep the lights on with uh, content. But so they've posted this animation of uh, kind of cribbing the Vogue magazine um, in style, you know, that sort of like, here's the fashion and here's how we made it kind of thing. So they've got Venkman in his flight suit and they're talking about the flight suit being back and they're pointing out all of the um, like proton pack
3: custom flight suit. Military, <laughs> like yeah. uh, how did it go? It was uh, flight suit. Uh, was it like do-it-yourself thrift or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. Gloves was fourteen dollars, hardware store, <laughs> and then the uh, proton pack, model zone. Oh yeah, model zone. That was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my the, god! I, but yeah, that's I pretty didn't good. Have, the gb that overlapped was that, supposed, that was supposed to be like christian dior i think so yeah, yeah i think
0: that's the yeah, christian dior or um uh, dolce, dolce, dolce and gabbana. gabbana yeah exactly we're fashionable men we can talk oh, about yeah. these things
3: uh but <laughs> i i'm hip with the kids and i say <sighs> at, uh af at things and, <laughs> you know yeah it is
0: dope <laughs> af nobody says that's dope right. anymore uh it is Basic AF. We are sleepy (laughs) AF. We are. But no, this was
3: all within three days. Like it was literally bang, bang, bang. Uh, And yeah, and all of them of a caliber above, like just, you know, as cool as the graphical here's the Easter. No Ghost logo, here's the St. Patrick's No Ghost logo. As cool as those were, those were kind of spread out over a year for the holiday. And this, yeah, feels more like it's September, we're only a couple of months away from 35th anniversary year yeah so, they're
0: they're ramped down. i mean it's this is actual content like this is a, a yeah. digital team that's put put some uh yeah. animation and production value into stuff which uh is cool to see so
3: they, they, they've moved from from the easy ones which is the holidays into what events are going on <laughs> yeah. like they're scouring down the the annual calendar to look for the thing the important cultural things going yeah, on what's that happening can, in
0: new york what's happening uh yeah um, yeah. Which is fun. It's cool to see. And it's it's nice. I mean, this is now sort of the gearing up for next year, uh, yeah. f- you know, for the big
3: announcement of Kevin Smith's Ghostbusters series. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, the co-announcement between Netflix and uh, Ghost Corps that Kevin Smith is uh, creating their pilot. Yeah. We uh, can just say it until it becomes actual it's, rumor. Yeah, that's that's the uh, the secret, right? You just uh, put it out to the universe <laughs> and it comes true. <laughs> like a month from now, you get an angry email from Eric going, Stop. <laughs> Please stop.
0: Well, based, based
3: upon no, our speculation
0: stop. that ended up becoming the fan fest, and I was like, oh, whoa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe it's not speculation. Maybe it's maybe not. Maybe we have reality bending
0: powers. Yes, I, uh, I want a house and a new car.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so uh, social media. I want them to. Out. I want them to put WKRP out on DVD with the original music. Oh my!
0: And uh, the Larry Sanders
3: aimed. Show in one volume, so I don't have to buy it in five hundred different discs. Yeah, yeah. Like you and I may be aiming a little low, but nah, anyways. Right, uh, anyway. So let's. all keep an eye on that. Uh, yes, more. It feels like lots more cool stuff to come from. Uh, actually, not only is it leading up. Uh, it's leading up to the 17th. By the time everybody listens to this, you are one week away. Like, if you're listening to this on download day, mark your calendar. Yeah, you got to be ready to uh, buy
0: some tickets, it sounds like. Yeah. Sunday
3: night, start hitting refresh at midnight. Um, Ghostbusters.com,
0: wizardworld.com. Apparently, that's those are the two places where we'll be able to uh, pick up those tickets for uh, for the good old Ghostbusters Fan Fest. Fan Fest Good old fashion Blues Brothers
3: Fan Fest. All right. Fest Hang on, Come on, focus, focus. Uh, Okay, we do. Yeah, all right. You're you're like you're like bullet points, and I'm like, dude, we just talked twenty minutes about Kevin Smith, Smith. maybe (laughs) doing our you know fanfic. So let's just no, uh, it is our fanfic exactly.
0: All right, so anyway, so let's uh, so spirit of Halloween. All those goods are out there Uh, again. Getting for Halloween,
3: people are loving
0: the traps, the (laughs) PKEs.
2: Okay, stop,
3: stop. I'm going to interject. I read this on the rundown. It's like, it's now Spirit of Halloween's Ghostbusters stuff is now out. It's like, and gone. Like, it's. Oh, it's already sold. I mean, it's I'd, selling out everywhere. It's insane. Uh, once again, they underestimated the Demand, wow, uh, which is a good thing because I mean, look what happened when they underestimated the proton pack. It just proved to them, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep yeah, going. The so, sky's
0: the limit, so that's good news. Um, let's uh, see. Uh, Kentucky, you want to talk about Kentucky Ghostbusters Live? Uh, they've got their
3: um, that's a quick one, they're the first yeah. up on, um, oh. Where did I put the rundown? Did you mark the date? I, I did not mark it. I, th- I believe uh, that it's right around uh, Halloween, though, isn't it? It's yes, like that's October right. 28th, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, I think that sounds right, yeah. Um, they were announced, and they were uh, they are very excited that they're the the Kentucky Orchestra, Orchestra Kentucky. They have a slightly modernized, rather than you know Kentucky Philharmonic or whatever, but yeah, they're going to be the first uh even though we've heard a couple so far like toronto has theirs uh on the 8th of june next year when the fan fest is going yep. on and utah's uh, in November,
0: utah I wanna but
3: say. uh yeah. yeah unless somebody else steps out and says surprise you know uh, uh, madison wisconsin september <laughs> 27th um sheboygan sheboygan uh tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky,
0: <laughs> um, Kentucky is up. They're first so, out of the gate, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll start hearing about uh, what what Ghostbusters Live is. I realize on the rundown it says Ghostbusters Live because that's just how tired and rushed yeah. this all
3: is. Uh, everybody Ghostbusters.com, I believe, has a portal through to it. Uh, but if you search for Ghostbusters Live, that'll take you to the events group that's handling it, and I'm pretty sure they can also direct you to tickets for that. So if yeah. you're in the if you were going to go to the Derby this year, think twice. I think maybe spend the money on yeah, uh, Ghostbusters Live. Go in the fall instead. Um, <laughs> Hit your Spirit Halloween store, buy out everything they've got left, throw it on, head to Ghostbusters Live.
0: Yay. Uh, let's give a shout out to our friends of uh, one of the Bill Murray podcasts. There are two uh, po- podcast documentaries. My goodness, I'm tired. <laughs> One of one of two Bill Murray documentaries, <laughs> confectionary. confectionary. Yeah, there could be Bill Murray podcasts out there. There probably are, uh, but uh, Gravitas has purchased Life Lessons Learned from a Mythical Man. I believe that this used to be called something else. Bill Murray
3: the man the myth
0: the, the, the man, legend, the myth, something, the legend yeah. something like that yeah it's it now has a different name but uh this this is all of the different uh interactions that people have had with bill murray uh yeah. his his showing up at weddings his uh, uh the 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 infamous story that a cabbie that he was with uh was talking about that he uh lacked the time to practice his instruments so he drove the cab around for hours while the guy played in the back seat uh those those kinds of stories um that's that's what i'm really anxious and it's uh it's the guys that did ghostbusters it's uh tommy avalon uh rey esposito a, a lot of very familiar uh names to us as ghost heads uh did
3: ghostbusters or did ghost he- ghost heads he- <laughs> what he said ghost they did ghostbusters they did ghostbusters yeah I mean, they they probably
0: have... I don't know. I, I have no idea what I'm saying anymore. Why am I hosting a podcast right now?
3: Because <laughs> this was supposed to be uh, breathing room and you'll be be—you'll be better rested, so...
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, anyway. At some point, I want to hear about what you're doing, too, as does everybody else. Yes, but, this uh, is...
0: I'm working on the Kevin Smith Ghostbusters series.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> really taking up um, all my time. But, yeah, no, this is a big deal, because Gravitas... Eh, currently kind of occupies that same space as like focus and all that right like uh it's a it's a it's a good solid mid-level studio distributor uh
0: and they do a lot of document, like a good yeah, documentary distributor too which is nice so uh congrats to those guys it's gonna be and that means that it's gonna have a wider release we'll be able to see it Probably uh on video and demand, obviously, but uh you know maybe some limited theatrical runs will be in store for it, which will be fun
3: i I think, yeah, if they don't run that in a theater somewhere in the hopes that Bill Murray just pops in, <laughs> I think they've kind of missed a that's a publicity, a, yeah, exactly, missed a shot on that one
0: <laughs> do it in South Carolina, where you know that he just hangs out uh and and
3: gold, you got it, uh-huh. find a cinema somewhere, run it one night with giant like. Badly made cardboard and Sharpie uh, signs out front that says "Bill Murray, enter here, free food, <laughs> free yeah, fr- free tequila,
0: free <laughs> tequila free golden shooters. Cadillacs, come on yeah, in." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, congrats to those guys. Uh, speaking of documentaries or podcasts, as I slipped earlier. Uh, what what happened, that ecto-cooler thing, uh, again, uh, d- me being an ostrich with my head in the sand at the moment, uh, <laughs> somebody out there was gracious enough to send this thing like, oh my god, did you guys see this on UK television? And I was like, wow, what? No.
3: Was it UK television? I thought it was in Ireland. No. or No. Well, they spoke a lot of uh, regular old uh, accents uh, there. Ah. This is the weird part about it, is it kind of came out of left field. Uh, I... I and let's be fair. I'm losing phone numbers and where I left the keys constantly <laughs> these days. So, it's possible I had heard about this and then kind of lost track of it. But um, it's somebody sent uh, like a posted on Facebook and it's like their iPhone pointed at their TV. Yeah, which is there's like a, a night at the movies. Uh, like it was obviously some local cable. And they had a couple guys talking and they professed a lot for Ghostbusters and Ecto Cooler and all this. And they said, you know, and here's some friends of ours are working on a thing. And here's the trailer. And then they ran the trailer. And then I went, well, if it's a documentary, it's probably that trailer is out there somewhere. So I search on YouTube. What I find is somebody actually got a recording of Night at the Movies and playing the trailer rather than the the phone videotaping it. So, but... I mean, long story short, uh, basically somebody's done a documentary on, you know, ecto cooler. It's kind of like they they take the, um, oh boy, we haven't talked about him in ages. The uh, gentleman who did that uh, that original article on ecto cooler and and figured out the, um, oh, you know, the, that it turned uh, into tangerine whatever. And, yeah, you know, X, that, Entertainment, uh, X Entertainment. X Entertainment. That's is the that guy's one. name. Yeah, he had that. He had that. Big whole article about you know kind of the history of Ecto Cooler, and then of course you know that was well before the resurgence. So with the resurgence and then disappearing again, somebody decided to make a, a documentary about it. Oh, so. okay. So I I just pulled
0: it up because I was like, I swear it was Ireland, and the reason that it was because it was from the Ghostbusters North, and it was green. Ah. Their logo is green, and of course I'm thinking, well, oh, North green, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Ghost Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters,
3: guys. It's been a long. <laughs> Long string of weeks. Okay, um, when you go to bed tonight, take a notepad and pencil because all you're going to do tonight is pass out, dream about watching this Kevin Smith series. I want, you to, I want you to wake it up and write it down and share with us what this series is like. Fever dreams. God. <laughs> um, but so it, it was
0: the Duluth CW network that aired the this one. night at the movies. Um, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, stateside uh, trailer for Ecto Cooler Resurgence, which Matt mm-hmm. Rasmussen is working. On, um, so Matt, if you're out there and you're listening, tell us more about your documentary and send yeah, us something Matt. that they didn't shoot on the TV, so we, we can get get to the bottom of it and Screw get to the more Matt. about Contact it. Contact us. Yeah. Let's hit, talk about hit it. Hit us up, Matt. Um, we
3: will take a nap
1: and then yes. we'll bring you
3: on, and we will. We want to talk about it because this is the kind of thing that like I'm I'm ambivalent. Is that the love hate one? That's not right. Am- ambivalent. I'm ambiguous? I guess so. And the I, I like cooler. I actually have a flat of it Ambulatory. here. Ambulatory. That Sorry. I haven't finished that I'm starting to get more and more concerned about when it's no longer safe uh, to drink. I'm with the I'm
0: right there with you. I've got I've got that one case left that's still in the the cellophane shrink wrap. And I'm wondering if it's going to start eating through the aluminum at any point here.
3: But I think the solution is probably a shaker of ice and vodka. And
0: then I was I was holding I'm hoping FanFest rolls around and I can just bring this to one of
3: the parties <laughs> and be like, hey, everybody. Ooh, just for uh, safety, tequila taqu- or vodka. Well, yeah, actually, gin would be pretty good in it too. But uh, oh, okay. let's I'll give you gin. neither here nor there. There yeah. you go, Matthew. Come on, and we'll talk about uh, Ecto Cooler as a mixer. Ecto Cooler mixer in, in celebration for fan in test, celebration yeah. of your documentary. So yes, uh, the the there's been a bit, an, an uptick of fan films too. Uh, not just the you know this wonderful documentary, uh, but yeah, I noticed a lot of groups that are doing their little... uh, Uh, Italy,
0: Germany. uh, Italy, Germany. Yeah, yeah,
3: there's a whole... uh, Even stateside, there's a couple of new groups that have popped up and uh, putting some serious work into it as the years go by and uh, the effects get more and more accessible and... Et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, I mean, yes. yeah, if
0: you, if you listened uh, to last week's podcast where we aired the wizard world, Chicago panel with Ivan Reitman and somebody uh, inevitably at every Q and a, what advice would you give to an aspiring filmmaker? Like it, it, you hear it ad nauseum all the time, but, uh, and Ivan's response was, you've got a camera in your pocket right now. That's better than anything I used on
3: the original ghostbusters. <laughs> like what is <laughs> a- stopping you? I've heard that over and over and over again. I heard that recently on a podcast where somebody uh, asked a question like "what what to do," and uh, they basically said two things. One is uh, become a production assistant because then you learn the ins and outs. And two, that's very make good, something. yeah, that's good
0: advice. You got to pay something. your dues. That's that is the yeah. problem. Now that everybody has a, a 4K camera in their pocket. Uh, everybody yeah. skips over the production assistant uh, craft services jobs, which are very important for one, but also you need to pay your dues so you can absorb
3: and absorb see Absorb and yeah. learn. And as, uh, I forget what – this might have been the Jonathan Lynn thing. No, it might have been something else. I can't remember. But their recommendation was is do the PA, the, the PA work because uh, if you do it well, you'll get noticed and they'll start bumping you up. And as you bump up, you're at another level of absorbing more. As you go, right? Yeah. Like you and I both know. Everybody who's done any reading on Hollywood knows, you know, Hollywood executives—the uh, lineup at any given time is filled with people that started as the personal assistant to somebody. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they all started at these really inauspicious low levels and just hard worked their way up. You know, so
0: yeah. Uh, so <coughs> I, I mean just go shoot go shoot your own fan film why not if you're upset about answer the call still go shoot your own movie like uh so uh let's do this uh (laughs) here's here's what's gonna happen the wall street journal article about brian holden is gonna become our matt damon we didn't have time for on the jimmy kimmel show here (laughs) let's let's move that to next week because it's not timely uh, Let's talk about the happy, sad, confused podcast.
3: But can you, first, can you think of how many times Matt Holden has watched Ghostbusters since <laughs> we've started bumping him back? Brian like, Holden,
0: Brian Holden, Brian Holden. Sorry, what did uh, I say? You said Matt Holden.
3: This is this is where
0: we've come to, folks. Uh, this this I make has no to be apologies. some sort of. And make no apologies. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to talk about the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. But before we do that, we actually have a giveaway. Yay! Woo! Uh, IGT, the makers of the Ghostbusters 4D um, slot machines, which we have talked about uh, at great lengths here on the podcast. Uh, they have sent us some cool stuff. They've sent us a t shirt. They've sent us a, f- a flashlight just in case you get lost in the casino, I guess. A
3: flashlight that needs to come with a warning, by the way. It's bright, I, it's super bright. It's very bright. And it's in a a wonder – it's actually got Ghostbusters on it, and it's in slime green, as all Ghostbusters things should be.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they've sent us some cool stuff with the Ghostbusters 4D on it. The T-shirt has that slime-dripping logo that uh, GhostCore used for the the, uh, the Ghostbusters Day this past year. Very cool stuff. Uh, So we would like to give it away to you, the listeners. And so here's what you have to do: you have to call into our voicemail, uh, give us give us a ring, and talk to us because we want to hear your voices, and uh, we want to hear what do we want to hear, Chris? What do we want to hear from our listeners out there? What's going to be a good thing for them uh, to say? Se-
3: send in your uh, like your your Halloween Ghostbusters viewing companion movies. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Yes, exactly. So send in your your Halloween movie companions. Big Trouble in Little China. I'm taking right now. Dibs. You guys can't say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, take, I take
3: I take second sight, but Se- nobody oh, calls yeah, dibs second on that one, Nobody so. called
0: dibs on that except Bronson Pinchot. Uh, but uh, so call call into the voicemail. Leave us your perfect companion, uh, and then at the end of your uh, voicemail, make sure to uh, give us your email address or some way to get in touch with you. And uh, if we pick you, at a random uh, from your submission, you will win this awesome prize pack from IGT. So thank you to them for providing that. Uh, go check out the slot machine. It is now in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, right, Chris? Is that the first place that it landed at? I don't think it's in I, Vegas or Reno or any of the big places quite yet,
3: but. I believe it was Albuquerque, and there was a couple other places. I This was the, the I was kind of glum, because down at PAX, I have to drive past, like, Three or four casinos, and I never got a chance to like uh, research whether or not they had them in. But, uh, well, I'll get to see it sooner or later.
0: Yes, yeah, sooner or later. But uh, I'm, I'm anxiously excited about it because, especially after that video, now to to interact with the screen, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how that works. And I want to, yeah, well, get they a feel sent along
3: it, but... their press pack too, which had uh, pictures of it. And yeah. it's interesting because it's kind of designed that it's two machines kind of married together, so two people can kind of sit sort of close together. Yeah, It's that, like Dave and, and Buster's, uh super Mario Kart, where
0: you guys can sit next to a friend and have fun doing it. And, uh, and you do gestures. Like if you do a heart, then Slimer comes out and kisses you. I don't know. It's, it's, I, it's going to take a lot of money basically to figure out how to play this thing is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, uh, thanks to IGT for, uh, for hitting us up with that, uh, good, the goodness, the swag to give to you guys. Uh, we will, we'll send it your way. Um, Alright, uh the happy sad confused podcast. On the rundown, Chris, this is indicative of what a total shit show this episode has been. Oh, there's <laughs> the explicit stamp. No, oh, I'll bleep it out. Uh the happy sad confused podcast. Here in the rundown, I wrote happy sad confused podcast. It's a thing. I have no idea what it is. I'm so far behind. What what happened on the happy sad confused podcast?
3: Uh, well, Paul Feig is out promoting, uh, A Simple Favor. Yes. Yes. Uh, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to. I didn't realize it was based on a book and then listening to him talk about it, I may actually try and go find the book too. Um, but the long and the short of it is he's everywhere. Like he's on, uh, what's Corden's? Is he doing... Yeah, the late late Tonight, show. Late late yeah. show. That's what it is. So he's out there. Uh, the two of them are out there getting hit by cakes because that's what Corden does. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, or sings a carpool karaoke. And, yeah. yeah. Sings and, uh, you know, people uh, try not to throw up. And, anyways, Paul Feig is now, uh, f- uh, like, concussed from being hit by a cake. I uh, actually. <laughs> When I saw that, I actually uh, messaged, uh, I made a post on Twitter where I asked him which was worse, getting slimed on Graham Norton's show or hit by a cake on Cordon's. And he said, ah, they're equally about the same. <laughs> they, they equally hurt my pride. Yeah. Yes, but but interestingly enough, he, he, he may have learned a lesson after Graham Norton because he changed out of the suit to get hit by a cake. Whereas well, that's a good if you, idea. If you freeze frame him on Graham Norton, that's a man that that knows that his favorite uh, tweed is now uh, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's done for the day uh, yeah but anyways he's out uh, he's out doing this oh i he he taught me how to make the the, the best uh, martini ever cuz he did a live facebook thing uh and he showed up well, how to do really that they're really selling the martinis with simple favor yeah martinis Too, he, t- too t- many too martinis, martinis. <laughs> but he uh he, <laughs> Uh, but as part of this, as you can imagine, he's eventually going to sit down in front of somebody who will go, Ghostbusters? And in this case, it was uh, the, the host of uh, Happy Sad Confused podcast. Uh, it's an interesting podcast overall because they talk about his career and getting into it. that, <laughs> sorry, mystery solved. This is the gentleman <laughs> that's that was giving advice about uh, uh, going into uh, become a uh, production assistant. See, there we go. It was, it was part of that Mr. Paul that, Feig. That's right. Uh, Facebook Live. Uh, I remember now because he was joking that somebody wrote in and said they were, uh, oh, they were doing like uh, effects or something. Uh, production assistant, uh, or some sort of runner assistant. Yeah, thing. like an office and, assistant. Yeah. And he said you should you should become a production assistant. And then he stopped. Wait. He said wait. Did you already say you have a job like that and I just told you to go do that job? And then you're like, oh, okay. No, you're doing this. So he's he was like, that's good. Uh, move over to production uh, assistant as soon as you can, sort of thing. But anyways, um, yeah. So he's out there and he's talking on Happy, Sad, Confused. And they get to talking about uh, Ghostbusters. And uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. It's good. It's all good stuff. It's short. It's probably just several minutes. Uh, I'm not too terribly long. And... They don't delve too terribly deep into a lot of stuff. Paul's obviously made peace with a number of things. But uh, they got to talking about, you know, sequel and all that. And uh, for whatever reason, like the very next day, sites all over started popping up. That seems to happen. Yeah. Talking about it and all dialing in on the exact same one, which was a a paragraph by him where he talked about what they'd potentially do. With a sequel, and in this case, they talked about you know going to another country, um, and as he puts it, it's because they were doing the press tour, and uh, in every country, the reporters would, you know, start kind of chatting up all the the local, you know, the the cultural boogeymen and all that that they had right. there. So it was a throwaway because I, that, like I, I said, was, against,
0: but that's not new. That's not new,
3: is it? I, f- I feel like we've heard that before all over the place because yeah. this this has come up because a lot of people got kind of really shirty about the fact that. Uh, um, Ghostbusters uh, International came out before the movie. And they f- they feel like he's talking like he kind of ran off of it. But he's talking about they were, while they were filming, they were also thinking about it. So think. mm. And at the end of the day, it's like, uh, did we all forget that that was the premise of Ecto Force? Like, the first movie itself also says, you know, the franchise rights alone. Like right. it already. And, meant, and the original just script the... ended with GBI being a, GBI. a thing that they were franchising yeah. out. Yeah. Uh how how like within the first handful of episodes they took the real Ghostbusters to France and all that, right? Like right. there's right. this <laughs> It's 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 both it's it's not anything. It's it's kind of fun and they've got to talking about it, and he's talking about it as if it's fun to talk about now because it's it's not a thing. It's huh. <clears throat> so again that a couple of people were gearing up like it was you know uh, uh, a hill they needed to plant a flag on. It's like why he's not on it, we're not on it, like and nobody's marching up it. So if you want to go stand on the hill, e- go, go stand on the yeah. hill. Yeah,
0: I mean the interesting thing. I mean that that makes it sound like he's he's going to start opening up a little bit more, which I've always maintained that we'll start hearing the real story behind. The production of Ghostbusters answer the call probably in 2025. You know, uh, <laughs> once did we? Once everybody's yeah. lips are a little looser and uh, there's some some distance in the rearview mirror, but
3: uh, uh, yeah. yeah well, I, well, I mean, I could read out the quote, or if we have. Yeah, let's, play, have,
0: let's play. Let's play. It? So let's do this. Yeah, let's play a little bit of the audio from the podcast. Uh, just I mean, not the whole thing, obviously. We'll play just a, a little excerpt here, uh, and then it on is, the flip side a, of that, it is
3: a very good episode. I recommend that everybody, uh, not just. So we're just not you know, lifting sound bites off of Happy, Sad, Confused. No, podcast. yeah, Happy,
0: Sad. I mean, we could we could also define this podcast that we've done this evening as Happy, Sad, Confused. Um <laughs> but, uh, Huh? What? <laughs> uh-huh but uh, yeah so let's let's do that let's play a, a little bit of the audio here and then uh, on the flip side of that we will talk about Ghostbusters crossing over number six
1: here we go I mean I, uh, I, I guess I, I want to jump just again please for for, for time constraints uh, you see the poster I have over here so you know my Ghostbusters fan yes v- Vigo, you, Vigo. V- Vigo, Ghostbusters star. 2 fan I, I think well it's done. it's very fun <laughs> I like it too um, and I love yours I watched it again the other day just Thanks, so like Josh. it was the first time uh, probably since the, the year it was released that I saw it it and hmm. it holds up and it and it holds up in a way where like you can now appreciate it without all the baggage yeah, all that the was the bullshit
2: yeah exactly it,
1: it, which was so insane i mean in some ways like it feels like that film predicted i feel like Donald Trump's election you know, I, we were
2: we were i'm telling you, we were part and parcel with that i'm kind of serious right i mean Are like you dead serious? the 2016 the, was a terrible year for women
1: yeah the misogyny online the trolling yeah. everything i
2: would go every time i'd get hammered and I'd get hammered constantly i would i always on twitter always go back and see who wrote me something mean and 99.9% of the time it had mega had Trump had something, you know, like that. So it was all, it was all the same dudes. Well, did you're proud of that film as well? As yeah, well. You should be. I'm
1: hugely I, proud. I mean, is there anything separating all that stuff out of it about the film itself <laughs> that, I mean, was it too expensive? Was there an approach thematically or whatever that mm. you feel could have changed? Um, the The outcome, the reception, the box office. Well, et cetera.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I stand by the film as a film itself. Yeah. It was an expensive film, but half of, I mean, a lot of that expense was old producing deals, old rights deals. So right. I mean, that before the cameras rolled, we were in the hole on that in in that way. But, No, what I, the things I would change would be how I did some things around it. One is I would never have taken on the trolls and I didn't do it for a year and a half. And then right after we wrapped production, I had a moment of weakness and I fired it fired out at two of these guys who were just up my ass and so mean to my cast. And they only had 90 followers. Why didn't I block them? I was right. like, like I like the Democratic. I want to hear everybody's voice. Well, it's stupid. So I shouldn't have done that because then the minute I did that, I was a villain and it was all over the place. Um, and they were, you know, whatever. But then and I don't, I don't even think we did this, but somehow then people started kind of making it into a political statement to go see our movie, right. meaning like go support if you care about women, go see this movie. And for an audience in the middle of the summer, they're like, I don't want to make a f-ing political statement. Right. I just want to go see a movie. I want to see a comedy. And then the downvoting of us of our trailer, which I never liked that trailer. Um, we fought against that trailer, uh, um, but you know it got downvoted a million times, whatever. So we were the, you know the. the most disliked trailer in YouTube history the media never said Ghostbusters without in the very next sentence saying the most disliked trailer in YouTube history. Again, if you're an audience member who's got like a few bucks to spend, you go like, Oh, Ghostbusters. Oh wait, that's the movie that everybody hates. So it right. must be terrible. So I, I don't honestly, I don't think I would have done anything much different. I mean, I you look, as you a know, director, you always go like, Oh, I wish we had kind sure. of fixed that. Or, wholesale, not major No, 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 not he, at all.
1: He, the, the film ended with uh, kind of the post credits tease was uh, Leslie Jones character <laughs> uh, hearing Zool, or yes. the name Zool. What was, did you have like a plan of like what that was gonna
2: manifest? Yeah, how that we gonna all manifest? yeah. We had lots of stuff we wanted to do. We were all, we were all excited. <laughs> what was gonna happen? Can you tease me anything? Yeah, maybe it'll happen still. <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely wanted us to go to another country because when we were doing, especially doing the press tour, the the international press tour, every country, the reporters would come with these drawings or or you know, artist renderings of that country's ghosts, mm. and every country has these really wild like ghost stories and, and kind of ghost characters that they scare kids with or like keep pe- keep people in line with or whatever and it's like oh my god we gotta like like yeah. I, I really love the idea of like the Ghostbusters going to like you know Asia you know somewhere so yeah so there's a, a lot of fun stuff that we could have done yeah. Um, and it, it's, I think it's really sad I mean I'm really happy that IDW keeps the comics going you know they have both the, the crossed over one where they brought the old team and the new team together in one comic because they had right. this kind of portal. But then they're also doing The Answer to the Call with just my ladies where they're doing yeah. my own T And so that's nice. Short of getting to make more movies about it. It yeah. does feel like one of those films, though, even in the couple of years it's been out that is, I feel like, starting
1: to, like, people are... Watching it again without the baggage, and I yeah. feel like there is gonna, it's gonna hold up. I
2: get great feedback. All yeah. I mean, people write me all the time. You know, the, the greatest moment of my career, I have to say, after all, just getting hammered and hammered for all that time, was when Ghostbusters won the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice for favorite movie over Rogue One and one of the Captain America movies. And so, you know, after three years of do dude, white dudes telling me, you know, <laughs> like uh, thanks for ruining my childhood, uh, like you go know, like, oh, I guess actually, look, there's all, uh, you know, I we actually. Helped out with some kids' childhoods.
0: Alright, so Ghostbusters Crossing Over number six. Uh, we thought we would talk about it last week uh, for reasons. Beyond our control, we were unable to do so. So it wasn't out. It wasn't out. The bad news is that now we're going to be uh, analyzing and discussing uh, Ghostbusters crossing over number six wall. You are very tired. I am very slap happy and obviously don't know the difference between Ghost Heads and Ghostbusters at this point anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is, Michael, Aww, please be huh? gentle. Michael, just j- oh, in the yeah. email that's coming tomorrow morning, just uh, understand. Just,
3: be, we're we're, <laughs>
0: we're fragile right now. We're a little, we're a little off, tired. Like, a little you're broken. fragile.
3: I when I get tired, I just stop uh, giving <laughs> a crap. So.
0: Yeah, so uh, it goes without saying we are about to delve uh, into Ghostbusters uh, crossing over number six. So spoilers are ahead. Uh, there be spoilers ahead. So if you uh, want to, if you have not read the issue, if you want to jump off here, yeah. we don't fault you. Please uh, participate in the IGT uh, uh, contest. Send contest, in a voicemail and maybe turn
3: us off and go uh, check out the Happy Sad. Yeah, Confused go listen podcast. to the
0: entirety of the Happy Sad Confused there podcast. You go. Uh, because you're, you're probably already in that mindset after listening to us anyway. Uh, so, so here we go, uh, Ghostbusters Crossing Over, number six, uh, in which uh, there's not a whole lot of resolution.
3: No, we're kind of in that phase now where, uh, especially in a comic where the story is spread out over multiple locations, the story nuggets are kind of small. That's not the fault of, yeah. well, actually it's technically Burnham's fault for splitting <laughs> it up all over the place, but we're enjoying that. So that's, you know, we Bl- can't fault
0: Blame him. Burnham for as much as we possibly can. Now, I mean, here's, here's the thing. So when we last left our heroes, uh, they left us on a bit of a cliffhanger on all of the different parallel universes. Uh, yeah. each, each and every team that had been dispersed across the multiverse was in peril <laughs> for some way or another. <laughs> yeah.
3: Without spoiling things, they did that one and we all went, <gasps> and I think Burnham went, well, I can't do that every time. So he's resolved all but one. Well, two if you count the overall, get yeah, everything the, sorted. The, the
0: big the big overarching story obviously hasn't resolved because we have, we have a couple issues to go still. But uh, so the best part is in the little preface that Eric has been doing for Crossing Over where he, you know, previously on Crossing Over – um, he does do bullet points where it's like, here's where each timeline had some sort of peril. Like, you know, Eduardo Rivera is playing chess for Egon Spangler's life, that kind of uh-huh. thing. Um, which I thought was really nice. Uh, I also really enjoyed the fact that, uh, and I think it was the first paragraph of that preface. Let me see if I can turn that page. But Eric calls out, um, if you're, if you're a new reader, you're obviously a person of taste. But why are you starting on issue number six? I mean, I know you'll be able to keep up, but you should really go back to the beginning. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're a new reader, you're obviously a person of taste, refinement, and wisdom, which means you'll have no trouble keeping up, basically. He says either, but he's talking about keeping up. Uh, we have faith in the comprehension skills of our readers here at GBHQ. Eric, have you listened to the rest of our podcast tonight? I don't know about that anymore. Comprehension is
3: way out the window for us
0: at this <laughs> point in time.
3: Oh, huh? all. Uh? (laughs) I'm going to make that my ringtone from now on. It's pretty
0: good. We'll record it clean for you at the end of this episode. But uh, so, so anyway, so I I do love um, as, as always how Dan Shoning has been handling the mixture of all of these different worlds coming together, because the the best part is you've got Garrett being possessed by an evil Garrett. So you get to see that kind of uh, juxtaposition, which is cool. Um, There's one panel where you get to see uh, like four or five different proton streams firing at the same time. So you see kind of like... What EGB uh, Proton Stream looks like versus real Ghostbusters versus IDW versus Sanctum of Slime. Uh, very, yeah, very that's cool. some uh, that's some top notch fan service right there. Oh, man. Um, I mean, th- again, the attention to detail, it's amazing that Dan ever gets these issues done, uh, which I'm sure Tom Waltz <laughs> is like, amen, preach, brother, right now, because like, <laughs> I'm sure well, Dan I mean, is just up until the very end trying to get stuff done.
3: Yeah, I mean, some of the. L- Cliffhangers of the last issue were total, you know, Saturday matinee serial kind of cliffhangers, where it was kind of like, "Will Ron survive?" Yes, like, it's like what? Uh, the peril. It was kind of uh, yeah. Will Will Ron survive? Yes, probably, but will he be eaten afterwards?
0: That's the question. Uh, <laughs> which which like, comes up in this issue, which is funny.
3: Yeah, um, uh, I mean the one with the the thing with peter resolved fairly quickly just so they could bring in uh on um, oh yeah that's that was such a cool reveal by the way it was a very like cool Rachel's,
0: reveal. I, rachel and louis tully by the way
3: that the yeah actually who's what louis tully are they trying to do too like that's the the one that's getting me like i feel like they're doing a not there we go uh michael <laughs> I feel like they're doing a nod to something that I'm supposed to recognize, maybe
0: i am I'm gonna say some this, sort of Rick
3: Moranis reference or something.
0: You don't don't hurt me, Michael. But he looks a lot like when Lewis finally showed up in real Ghostbusters. Like, wasn't that in the Slimer years where the face and all that, but the hair and the outfit not so oh, much. Oh yeah, the outfit. He's like this weird um, sorcerer supreme. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, from the 70s, wearing the platform
3: shoes, um, disco suit kind of thing. Uh, uh I kind of wish the that Unglider hadn't appeared in the variants as early as it did, like, because we kind of knew she was coming, yeah, because of that. It would have been and a that cool was, reveal if that had just come out of left field. That would have been like so amazing. Uh, it's still really cool, but I was just like and but it amounts to and here she is uh as opposed to oh my god well and Um, and it does it lands on a
0: good joke i mean there's the the uh star wars reference with no there's a name i haven't heard in a long (laughs) time and and of course uh lewis kind of guffaws at
3: that because it's it's lewis he would
0: understand that reference
3: um Um, let's i'm trying to think we got a good look at the uh bob and doug house sprites which made me laugh a lot they really, they really leaned into the strange brew references.
0: This really issue. leaned into uh,
3: it on I this I mean, one.
0: name, naming the brewery, uh, they get cut off right before they can call everybody hosers. Uh, what was the other one? Oh shoot. Let me get to that page. There was, uh, oh yeah. Do something before these guys laser
3: all the beer. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so good. Um, but other than Unglater, I think the the standout for me was uh, Garrett. Yeah, uh, like and this and I somewhere uh Alex of the Ghostbusters of British Columbia is absolutely over the moon. Uh, uh, Gareth, uh, Garrett, Garrett being his favorite. Yeah, uh, and and really, like I mean, it's
0: it's very metaphoric here, very symbolic of him fighting his inner demons, quite literally uh, within the pages well, of the book, which is kind of yeah, cool.
3: Fighting his inner demons, more appropriately, the like the the creatures trying to use his fears against him. He's like, "There's nothing left. Like I have faced these my entire life and already like got them sorted." <laughs> like, yeah, you think that this is hurting me? Um, it's like, like no, nah, this is. Like it was, it's it's really really amazing. It's if anybody's seen it too. It's a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a nod to uh, fighting in the magical realms or lucid dreaming and all that that Garrett is not only not incapacitated by his fears, it gives him enough presence of mind to go, oh, wait, this is a dreamscape or kind of thing, where he's like, I will just think my way out of this yeah, box. Yeah, and, like, and not only that, but Egon taught them about that.
0: That was yes, like the, in their was 101 the course of yes. like, at some point you will have to fight something
3: w- with your mind and your imagination. So here's yeah. how you combat that. And he really did. Uh, and then apparently Dan went into, if I was designing for Kenner mode, because he just... <laughs> <laughs> the the wheelchair yeah is pretty yeah, awesome. It's like, well, no, it started with like proton foot Garrett, and, and then, like, yeah, su- now, super wheelchair Garrett. But here's here's
0: the kicker, and and again, uh, Michael, be gentle. That wheelchair that you say that's got the like giant uh, cannon on it, I mm-hmm. feel like that's actually the prototype for the Trendmasters. Toy that never made it to production because at some point they were going to make a Garrett figure and it was like one of the deluxe vehicles and it I, it was not just a wheelchair it was like some you know crazy over the shoulder cannon if I remember correctly so I, I wonder if Dan hearkened back to that or at least was inspired by that for well, his design. Well, we all
3: know Dan. I mean, he's got, probably got a filing cabinet somewhere filled with just just marked in jokes, and he'll eventually <laughs> get to all of them.
0: That uh, was. Uh, it, uh, did you get a chance to listen to the GB Resurrection guys uh, panel from from their convention where they did the interview with uh, like Tom Waltz and Eric Burnham and all the IDW guys? No, uh, I have not yet. Oh, it's it's wonderful. I mean, I highly recommend. I mean, again, we will recommend uh, GB Resurrection until the day we die, but. Uh, they, they at one point ask Tom about all of the in jokes and Easter eggs that, that Dan puts into the issues. And Tom says, you know, I try to tell him like, don't use likenesses and don't use references to things like, man, we're going to, we can't do that. That's not the intellectual property that we're licensed to do, but inevitably stuff squeaks by. But then also Dan will do things like he'll send in a page. He'll ask me if it's gone to print. And if it hasn't, he'll say, "Oh, oh, I, I need to send you a fix really quick," and he'll send the the new the Photoshop file, and I can't tell what's changed because he has changed <laughs> something that is so far in the background, so tiny and minuscule <laughs> that it's completely not noticeable. But
3: that's the attention that Dan pays to this stuff. So. Uh, uh, once it all ties together nicely uh hearkening back to the paul feig interview i forgot to mention what i found nice about it is that they got to talking about you know a, a life for atc after the movies where he basically went on uh, to say many many complimentary things about uh atc in the uh, the idw runs he oh was, that's yeah that's a good point uh so that kind of brings it all back around there um and we,
0: know, we we see him at the Perky Nerd buying the comic all the time, so we know that that's not just lip service. He's actually going and buying exactly, the IDW exactly. books and and you know paying for them. So and I yeah. plugged
3: it in, and you're absolutely right. That uh, unproduced uh, Garrett Miller prototype. Ho ho ho! I I mean I don't have the pictures side by side, but he's sitting in a a, a, a super souped up wheelchair with a crazy. You know, uh, canister thing on the back. Yeah, it and looks, looks like a m-
0: like a big TV camera, of yeah, some sort or, yeah. It is. That's, so that's exactly <sighs> what it is. You're oh, right.
3: I win! Back off, Michael. You know what, Michael? I win. we sorted this. <laughs> we sorted this one ourselves. We're, <laughs> We're tired, huh? No
0: way That's it I, t- I, t- I take back everything I said at the top of this discussion Go ahead, the gloves
3: are off Do what you will <laughs> uh, uh, But anyways, that one uh, Not out to uh, the Ghostbusters wiki uh, If you ever want to uh, procrastinate and avoid work And lose several days Just go to the Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters wiki Ghostbusters wiki, yeah Ghostbusters uh, wiki.com is, uh, is where I found this one
0: so, yeah, so Garrett, Garrett definitely uh, a shining star, a showstopper in this particular issue. Yeah, um, and, this, and is, this was his like,
3: episode to shine,
0: yeah. A- and and uh, combating some of the stuff that I remember back in, you know, 98, 99, hearing sort of as the tail end of Extreme Ghostbusters. uh was, was winding down uh, the criticisms of of Garrett, you know, things that we had heard on X message board where it was like, oh, man, that's kind of in poor taste. And I mean, probably literally direct comments uh, in the like the Elseworlds, uh, Kylie and Eduardo that are saying like, you know, your your chair would just tip over and we were too busy protecting you and just horrible, meanful just awful things. Uh, yeah, Um. But, uh, Garrett handles it in stride. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. Uh, so that, that was awesome. Um, oh, the, so, okay, here's, here's, this is something I did, I did want to touch on because we've, we've talked about this in previous episodes. So Rachel shows up and, um, you, you and I have had discussions about how does displaced aggression, how does the previous IDW verse, uh, before Dan Schoening, Eric and Tom sort of took over, how does that tie into the continuity of IDW books as they are now? Um, and there's this really kind of convoluted and complicated, uh, reasoning behind it that I think even Ray calls out is like, well, that's complicated, which is funny hearing Ray dance, call something complicated, where like Rachel is a part of the Rachel that we met in Displaced Aggression. Like she's a, f- a fraction of herself. Let's see. The exact quote is, uh, I am a splinter of the divine half Rachel Unglider expelled from herself to help banish Kozarai. Um, so uh, it, so it, this is not if, if we were to give her a designation, this is not Rachel Prime. This is not the Rachel that was in Displaced Aggression. This is now like an offshoot of her. And is that how we can kind of explain the doppelgangers that we've had, you know, the different Holtzmans, the different Rays, and uh, the other like duplicates of these characters that may come up as they are sort of offshoots or... Sp- Splits, or is this is this something that is unique to Rachel, or is this now kind of like how we're going to explain how there are doppelgangers throughout <laughs> the multiverse? Like, well, Ray dance does exist, but he has been split into seventeen different versions, which will get very complicated to map out. Uh, Michael, that's that's on you. You get to do that one. I'm, I'm volunteering you. Uh, I I I don't know. I I didn't know how to take that. I didn't know how to interpret that revelation like is that yeah. is that Eric just trying to kind of smooth over things with a, a quick um exposition line of dialogue so that oh okay, that makes sense that's why Rachel appears and she knows everybody but they don't know her
3: yeah, I don't I, it's good. <laughs> I may have to wait to the end of this series to go back through and then kind of parse some of this and stuff again. Figure it out. Um, we'll have Grant Morrison do a map for us at the end of all of this. There just we go. To
0: figure it all out. But um, yeah, I, I, I th- that was the one thing that kind of tripped me up in the issue, and it's 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 not it's not a a knock on Eric's writing, which was spot on as always. Um, but, but you know, R- Rachel appearing, she could have just said, uh, "Hey, everybody," and they're like, "Who the hell are you?" Uh, And we could have just gone on with it. She could have said, I'm Rachel Unglider. And then the editor's uh, parenthetical could have said, see, displaced aggression. (laughs) Um, But, you know, they're trying to explain why she knows them and they don't know her. So... Maybe that's going to play in later. Maybe that's how
3: all of these entities like Tiamat yeah. and Gozer and... Uh, well, that was the thing. This entire episode, all of the uh, the big bads are nowhere to be seen. This was right. almost entirely devoid. Uh, but mentioned, in- I mean, that's the
0: first thing that Rachel... Yep. Rachel is sort of like the Ebony Maw here who's saying that Thanos is coming. Like, it's basically, you guys haven't run into my dad yet, have you? Um, so, I, I mean, it's... It's not like they're they're not mentioned. It's not like they're not present, um, but at the same time, yeah, yeah. She's she's sort of the harbinger of doom. I think that's coming <laughs> to tell everybody that things are gonna go
3: awry here. Yeah. Um, well, I can't imagine she's gone. So I think for the next couple of issues, she'll be. back. like I said, I think more data needed. Yeah, more, more data, data needed. needed. Uh
0: I also feel like this is setting up a really great uh buddy comedy between Rachel and Lewis Tully. Uh maybe that's what's coming in the annual this coming year is uh the uh, Yes. The further adventures fantastic. of Lewis and uh and Rachel. Um but uh yeah, I I feel like like it was such a great fitting ending to this, at least to this particular issue, that now they've kind of set up yes, there are still stakes, yes, Egon Spangler is still in peril. Um,
3: but more uh, more peril. He was in. He was in.
0: But it's theoretical real. Like he's, peril. Yeah. Last now night. he's in physical pain. He's knocked he's, out. He's deteriorating. Yeah. Yes. Um. Um. So I mean, it, it, again, this is sort of. It's it's tough because with the IDW books, you feel like they're either moving way too fast or they're a really slow burn. Um, and this is one of those issues where I felt like. Oh, I th- I thought we would have progressed a lot further than we did just now. Uh, you know, coming coming into issue seven, I thought we would have uh, a-, a little bit more of a trajectory. But here, I still feel like we're kind of in the same place where we were at the end at the end of issue five. So, Podcast bet, next issue is going to be a whirlwind. Uh, yeah, huge, double stuffed, ridiculous uh, issue probably. But, um, and uh, I've also been stalling just to see if I can find. So Lewis and Tiamat I'm just trying to figure out what who this funky disco version of Lewis Tully is if there's any <laughs> indication Actually so yeah uh, Mr. Tanaka if if you would like to start your dissertation to Help. us uh, this evening wh- where where did funky disco suit Lewis come from because <laughs> I don't there's deviations on the wiki Dimension where he evolved with—oh, okay, Dimension 00D. In Dimension 00D, where society evolved with magic instead of science, Lewis Tully was also a certified professional accountant, bought generic aspirin, and exercised. One day while he was out on a jog, the divine part of Rachel Unglider suddenly appeared in his path. She was confused and incoherent after being split from her body following the Prime Ghostbusters victory over her father, Kozarai. Lewis did understand one word she said, Ghostbuster. He decided to take care of her instead of turning her over to the authorities for a psychiatric evaluation. He taught her about his world and worked with her after she opened her own paranormal eliminations service, Ghostbusters Beyond. Okay, so apparently I've had a head trauma. Where did all this happen? Was this it? was apparently in the virtual trading card that Tom Waltz tweeted out on uh, August oh. 2nd.
3: I've been looking at those, but apparently I haven't been paying enough close attention. Yeah, I don't remember attention.
0: that. I don't remember that really? at all. Well, that um, is,
3: that's, that's, wow. Although I guess <laughs> I, in in my
0: defense, when I did see the one for Rachel, or was it, yeah, either either or, I was skimming over them because I didn't, I knew that I kind of wanted to be in the dark. So that that's probably what my thinking was. But um, so again, all that's doing is setting up the further adventures of Rachel and Louis, which I would Absolutely. love to see. Uh, let's make that the next miniseries guys. no no back of a card. Tell us the whole story. Give us, give us all of that. Like, that's what I want to see in the pages. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, again, uh, criticisms, I have very few, uh, praises. I have very many. Um, we learn a whole lot about a lot of the characters in this, uh, you know, Abby, we learn, um, that, what was her? She had some sort of like a personality. Uh, there was something that we were like, Oh, she has an aversion to, Oh shoot. What was it? I was like, Oh, that's kind of cute. I wish that I hope all of the answer the call fans, uh, caught to that. What page was that on? As I flip through Abby, 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 where are you? Abby? Oh shoot! Anyway, but I mean, there there are little great things that we're learning, especially like you said, Garrett. We're learning a lot about him. Abby, I swear there was something, and it was not super related. I know everybody out there is like, "Oh, super related." It's not super related. His heart's still beating. Okay, there's Abby. The moose. They're talking about the moose. Ah, shoot! Anyway, I I need to be. I I mean, again, I need to reread this one. This is one that. Uh, especially crossing over, I, I'd want to sit like one through six, uh, right before we get to seven, I need to just sit and reread everything. But anyway, so I, I mean the, the point being that there's a lot of great character exposition, a lot of great development that we're getting about these people that, you know, you should not in theory have time for this is, uh, Avengers infinity war. You don't have time to introduce, uh, phobias and fears and, uh, individual character traits. I don't know how they're juggling all of this, but they are. So, uh, yeah,
3: that's that's the great line with, from the the Bob and Doug House Spirits. Uh, hey, no fair. The other one goes, yeah, we weren't ready. Can we get a do-over or something? <laughs>
0: yeah, can we get a do-over? Oh, oh, it's that Abby had EMT training. That was it. So that at was one that, yeah. point in her life, Abby was an EMT, uh, which, again, just those little things like, oh, that's, that's actually really cool. So she... Maybe when the paranormal thing was not working out for her, she decided I'll go into medicine and I'll help people in some way somehow. That that I thought was cool. But
3: yeah, or alternately, uh, when you're working places too, it it actually is a is a thing. Like a lot of places, sometimes universities, etc., corporations. Oh, that's true. will fund you to go get the training because hey, it's not a bad thing to have people her around. Institute them. of Science
0: does need to have some EMT training uh, people uh, on staff. So what, um, what
3: was. What I found cool about that is when she revealed it, um, she basically shouted out like "Keep dealing with the the, the gremlins." I have some EMT training, and the the Winston responded "Roger," like a, like they're meshing together really nicely. Yeah, uh, yeah, And then on top of that, in that exact same thing, uh, the two Winstons are now poking fun <laughs> at one like they're, jarhead, they're, yeah, jarhead, jarhead, flyboy, flyboy thing. Yeah,
0: that that returned, <clears> which I thought was a really nice touch. Uh, a very good bonus thing. Um I and I do like that there's a little wink and a nod to uh Bob and Doug that like these guys seem familiar, don't they? Never mind. <laughs> um So I mean again it, the, the it, writing, the the little details are in there and again they could be glossing over all of this and make and keeping things super
3: broad, but they're not. Um which is no, really nice. The yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's all good stuff. Um well, yeah, but what I do notice is things are getting so busy now than other than, like, the Bob and Doug and all that, like, the background Easter eggs and all that have kind of started to drop off.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Understandably so. I mean, I'm sure that Dan's time is being spent to, yeah. like, I've got to draw a Sanctum of Slime character, an EGB character, one of my characters, uh, all of these things living in one universe, and that's where all Like, especially there's one scene where I think – Ray and Kylie and Aaron maybe are all together and there's no background, but I'm sure that because he was, he was having to deal with the likenesses so much on those uh, particular characters that, uh, it's like, oh, I'll just, I'll put them against like a neutral gradient background or something. Uh, so I'm not worried about that, but, um, Anyway, yeah, I mean uh, another another solid issue. Um, I apologize to the creative team that uh, you know, we're both a little sleepy and out of sorts uh, to not do a really good in depth analysis here. But uh, again, I mean this is one of those where when we have the full compendium, when we have the the trade paperback or the hardcover. Uh, it's going to read as one hell of a story from start to finish, which is nice. So, um, check, check it out. If you, if you've listened to this and you haven't read it, I don't know why you did that. Stop that. It's, it just ruins everything. You got to read the story before you listen to the analysis. Uh, this,
3: uh, this is going to be a nice one to reread, uh, when it's all out. So you can read it all in one run too. Uh, before we walk away from all this, I got a question for you. Oh yeah. Who do you think he's drawing Rachel as? that's a good question. Like, and, like in what universe you mean or
0: as no, like what type of person?
3: It, it looks like, like Maybe modeling her after somebody like Sharon Stone. Like there's one where uh, there's a, I, yeah. I get a bit of a Sharon Stone vibe off of the whole
0: thing. Yeah. But. She is pretty Sharon Stone, especially in the first couple panels where she shows up and she's in her like Flash Gordon, uh, uniform because like in, in displaced aggression, if I remember correctly, she was super punk rock. Like she had, yeah, the shaved head with the pattern uh, you know kind of uh, carved into it and
3: well i mean she still does she's got the buzz but she's got the the mohawk as well yeah
0: but now she's got like this super awesome like uh tr- trench coat with tails uh yeah. with a with a jumpsuit kind of thing going of uh, again ghostbusters beyond maybe that's uh they're taking a cue from kevin smith who is currently writing the pilot for a <laughs> ghostbuster series uh Coming and doing, soon to netflix yeah exactly <laughs> But yeah, maybe this Ghostbusters Beyond aesthetic is something that's going to be kind of, I mean, it really reminds me of like the filmation, um, uh, like uh, She-Ra, He-Man, uh, Gem and the Holograms, like it's that super 80s uh, rock star look, uh, which is, is kind of cool. But I, I would say Sharon Stone based on yeah. severity of her nose and her eyebrows and maybe Shirley Manson. A little bit.
3: <laughs> Shirley Manson. I can't, I can't decide which is the, the more uh uh the the, the 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 deeper reference for kids reading comics these days. Uh Shirley Manson <laughs> Sh- or uh Or Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Any kid um, of the
0: eighties or nineties should know either one of those, especially the nineties. Yeah. But
3: Well, small shout out to the Ghostbusters Resurrection. You guys gotta come up with the stats for the uh the ghost trap pokeball that her and yeah. Lewis are uh, sporting. That thing is super cool. Um, I think those. Th- I think you got to work out the rules that those are super expensive or <laughs> long to charge or something because people can't be walking around with pocketfuls of those.
0: Yeah, well, and and Rachel is using some sort of like magic to um, uh, like retract them back into her hand and stuff like that. Uh, you you have to be some sort of you have to have magical abilities in order to wield the Pokeball yeah. or Ghost Trap. You
3: guys don't wheel wheel out those Ghostbusters. Uh, uh two uh rules all that often there. So uh, uh see. What was it GBI? Yeah first one was Ghostbusters second one was GBI. GBI, the GBI rules had magic. So yeah, yeah. get your uh Come on, here's your excuse. Get that stuff working. Uh
0: so anyway, so uh like I said, Michael be gentle with your email. of listeners, uh call us with the voicemails for the IGT thing, but at the same time tell us what you're thinking about Ghostbusters crossing over. Uh, because we haven't heard a whole lot from you, uh, not necessarily about issue six, but just in general, how are you feeling one through six, uh, the the entirety of the series? We want to hear from you guys. Hit us up on that voicemail. Don't wait another
2: minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghost stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again.
3: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You and Twitter accounts. Chris is dead. Uh, no kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Interdimensional transcript. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charging. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC.
2: That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
3: That she's throwing could be a donut swoop in, eh? <laughs> they again, they really leaned into the Bob and Doug references. This <laughs> super time <around>. leaned
0: in, <laughs> super leaned in. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I think you know, all things considered, Mr. Stewart, we did okay. Yes, we 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 rallied, we pulled this episode together. We're still uh, conscious, um, so that's a, a plus right there, barely. <laughs> um. But uh, but this this is where I'm gonna take a little snooze and uh, leave it up to you. What do you got in terms of final thoughts?
3: Oh boy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Uh, um, I don't really have one. Hang on, Happy, sad,
0: confused podcast. That's that's us. Uh, they they just named us basically.
3: Let me think. Oh, I got it. Yeah. You Edited got? out all of this pod stuff. Okay, no pauses. Um Yeah, this year, more than... Well, let's see. The Dragon Con count was 90 marchers. So this is not their biggest march, but it's pretty darn close. But what got me this year was the variety of cosplay in the attendees. Like, uh, of all those... There's a couple of group shots out there. If you go find it, like or if you search for PK Surge or uh, all that, uh, you, you'll see some of the picks. I think I... Put a couple up on proton charging and all yeah, that too. But, group, uh, group yeah, the big group photos. The group photo, yeah, like a, a tombstone tackle, like, what? <laughs> um, just amazing. Uh, also, uh, the well, <laughs> an aside, uh, final thought. Uh, PKA surge, people. Uh, boy, you guys gotta 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 keep us in the loop. <laughs> like, we know PKA surge is coming. We know uh, that. The you know we get bits and pieces. There's the Facebook page we follow along, but still every year I have to dig to find out who won uh, PK like 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 won awards. Uh, yeah, all the awards. Year. Yeah, I was and thinking about then, that And even then they're too. like, and here's so and so with their award, and I'm like. For what? Well, like,
0: I think one of the—I think it was one of the Georgia Ghostbusters—had that really awesome coffee mug that was like a ghost trap that, like, steamed and everything. But it was just a thermos that he could drink his coffee from, and and yeah. he won the uh, Egon Spangler Most Innovative uh, Prop Award. Um. I, yeah. Maybe oh, I gotta hit somebody. Somebody there out must be gotta a, have
3: like the list. A list. But like winners. I checked. Yeah. I checked TV fans. I checked the Facebook thing. It's like this. That, uh, just just uh, let us know. We'd love to share. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, uh, <laughs> we we have been bestowed upon a uh, PKE surge honor uh, last year as as uh, a fan contribution award. Um, but I don't I don't know who else we won did? last year either. Yeah. Yeah, that was last year. Oh my God, was that two years ago? It was two years ago at this point, huh? We
3: we won an award? That
0: was 2016. Yeah, you don't remember that? No.
3: Your name is still (laughs) Chris Stewart, isn't it? At this moment, I cannot say. Who's asking? (laughs) Um, But, anyways, uh, the reason I brought that up is uh, like one of the awards is the Screw You. The Holtzman screw you. So, best, like I guess they give it out for best ATC uh, cosplay ah, or best Holtzman cosplay. That's or, cool. But what's what nice about it is, yeah, and a couple of people pointed out, it's like uh, that crowd that goes to Dragon Con. Uh, I, I think the same could be said most anywheres, but this is the largest group until next year. Oh, boy. Buckle um, up. Yeah. Well, they're the rec- they, as, they, as they like to say, the, 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 the largest annual. Uh, unless GB uh, Fest uh, continues year uh, after year after doubtful. year, doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah. Uh, so they got the claim on that one, but um, yeah, diverse. Like a lot of women uh, cosplaying, a lot of diversity in where the cosplay is being drawn from—from from the cartoons to all three movies to it's just uh, to people doing their own thing. Like uh, in the parade, somebody's got a really sweet uh, like Ecto Harley, and uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, there was like a, there's a Beetlejuice Buster and it's just Whoa. everything. Like Ghostbusters has now come come around. It, you're not a full blown fandom until you've reached a critical mass of. Uh, you can have a gathering and you get a little bit of original, a little bit of modern, a little bit of mashup, a little bit of the deep cuts. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. So that was nice, and I think boy, if it wasn't. I don't know if I can afford to do two in one year, but if there's any year to go to a Dragon Con, it would almost have to be a, an anniversary year, right? So <laughs> yeah,
0: that's I. I uh, what was funny is like as soon as Dragon Con came up this year, I was like, oh, I was gonna go to that that's now oh no (laughs) just indicative of how things are flying this year but i uh, know right so
3: i don't know uh and it was talked about that even i was gonna myself and some others were gonna try and go this year but everybody got stupid busy right so yeah but uh Uh, yeah i i mean
0: good on all of the like there was the one fan who had the cool like um uh, like, Ghostbusters 2025, uh, whatever, the the proton pack that had, like, the Tony Stark RTs built into the wrist, and, like, there were a bunch of cool things, but, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, wish I, we're we're just jealous. I guess is what I'm saying. We lived vicariously through all of the photos that we saw.
3: No, not jealous. Jealous. Jealous I'm means jealous. Y- there's some jealous specifically means there's some animosity towards. Oh the no, there's people. no
0: animosity. It's envious. Uh,
3: FOMO. Yeah. Uh, we wish we were you. We don't exactly. hold anything against those no, who attended. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, and l- trust me, I there's a few l- like. Um, There's regulars because, of course, uh, if you're down, especially in and around uh, the Atlanta area or, you know, within two or three states, uh, those people go regularly every year. I noticed a lot of familiar faces from Arizona and all that went, uh, Louisiana, uh, uh, our, our friends from the Yes Have Some podcast. So, year in, year out, it's, you know, kind of the same crowd and a lot of add-ons, which is the other nice thing, is that the add-ons always seem to be welcome, because that that photo is just getting bigger every year. Yeah, it just keeps it larger and larger, and,
0: uh, yeah, um, I I mean, I want to go. Eventually, I want to go. I love all those guys.
3: The question is, is can I put together an Ecto Shriner go-kart by (laughs) next year? Because if I'm going to be in a parade... I want a red fez <laughs> with a No Ghost logo on it. <laughs> Ghostbusters wear fezes. <laughs> fezes are cool. Fezzes are cool, and a tiny, a tiny go kart, and that's what I want to. And I want the siren, but I want it like at oh double speed, God. so it's yes. like super shrill. And, I, then I wanna, and then I want to drive around in figure eights down the parade line. That's what I that's want to do. That's awesome. See, <laughs> I,
0: I I, saw, I think it was the Georgia
3: guys, uh, maybe the
0: s have some guys, they threw a uh, pajama party and they were all wearing the long underwear pajama uh, uh, from Ghostbusters 2, uh, Ghostbusters 2. Uh, wardrobes. And uh, I saw them and was like, I want to go a pajama party. That sounds like fun. So um, yeah, it's got to happen. One one of these years we're gonna make it all the way out to Atlanta. It's it's gonna happen. But sir, uh,
3: find yourself a go kart, and you and I can do like you know oh, Shriner uh, patterns. We can da, we da, can run. I
0: love
3: it. I love it already. Um, I'm not I gonna right. walk through the hot streets of Atlanta. <laughs> <Are> you crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, have you seen the bird scooters? And the- I'm not gonna walk. I gotta go two blocks. Um. Anyway, uh, well, thanks for putting up with uh, Chris and I, who our batteries are dying literally and figuratively in this episode. But uh,
3: we really uh, hope we're we're somewhat, you know, unusually <laughs> amusing in, some, in this state.
0: <laughs> some sort of amusing coherence came out of this, I guess. Uh, so, uh, for all of you that are playing uh, Spider-Man on the PlayStation four, go visit hook and ladder number eight. It is there on the city map. As many people have pointed out, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and also hit us up with your IGT submissions. Uh, what is your Halloween compendium, your companion film? I should say, uh, we want to hear from you guys and, and, uh, we'll, we'll air those, uh, in the episode leading up to Chris's awesome Halloween mega mix, we'll do that. But, uh, so make sure you submit, submit once, submit twice, however much, if you want to win that t-shirt, send us 13 voicemails, 14 voicemails for, uh, that would be amazing. Do it. <laughs> if you have the time, please do it. We're going to hear from you guys. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go sleep now. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional crossrip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net.
2: It used to be one of my two favorite shows.
3: Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue.
2: Next week, though, Careless Cats. We're
0: Huh? Oh.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>